everybody. We want to give God praise on this morning, thanking him for all of his blessings, for his grace and for his mercy. Amen. We are come this morning just to lift up his name and to give God praise and say, thank you, Lord, for all of your blessings. Amen. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person service as well as our live stream service. Amen. Uh, we thank God that the Lord has continued to bless us on here we are on the first Sunday of September. And so we thank God that he allowed us to make it this far uh, along this year. So we would just want to give him praise. We would give him glory and honor. For those of you who are watching by live stream, we pray that as you join us today, that you will send some texts and some information over email, do whatever you can to let others know to join us here for today. The Bible says in Psalm 100 to make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God, it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and we are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth through all generations. Amen. For those of you who are here in person, why don't you stand with us this morning as we lift up the name of the Lord in song. Come and bless the Lord with me.
sunrises, the sunsets, exquisite, if we're watching, your master, I have special blessings, dear Lord, on myself today, it's um, uh, Priscilla, my wife's birthday today, and it always kind of sneaks up on me, and I just put your hands protection around her, dear Lord, as she walks the streets of gold with you today, dear Lord, just I'm asking that you would bless us still here on earth, dear Lord, to, to have the strength and the courage to keep pushing on, dear Lord. Can't turn back now. No matter what, dear Lord, whatever circumstances we find ourselves in today, dear Lord, that to put our trust in you. Put you first. You're the way maker. You're the uh, author. You're the finisher of our faith. You're the captain of the ship. You're the bright and morning star. You're the rose of Sharon. You're the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. You're everything. Even when we can't understand, dear Lord, we ask that you would just put your loving arms around us. Love us like dear children so that we would understand that your love is greater because you gave your life for us, dear Lord. Who else could have done it? So that's why we sing, bless the Lord with me, dear Lord. Your name is worthy of all the praise. Bless the service. We invite the Holy Spirit into this place, dear Lord, to fill it to overflow. Those who are here in person, those who are on live stream, dear Lord, those who are en route, those who were unable to make it today, dear Lord, just put your, put your spirit on them. Let it run through heart to heart from breast to breast. Bless the pastor, dear Lord, who brought a word with us today, dear Lord. Bless him in every way so that that word would get through as it was intended to from the beginning of time. And when praying time is over, dear Lord, and there's no more left to be said, let the, our last words before we close our eyes be, thank you, Jesus, for another day. So in Jesus' name. be honest with you, I was kind of half praying that uh, I wouldn't have to give the prayer today because I didn't know how it was going to react, you know. <laughs> so, so.
sometimes, man, things sneak up on you. I didn't realize. I didn't realize I was why I was feeling this way. I realized oh, it's my wife's birthday. No wonder. Yeah, but thank you, thank you, thank you for remaining standing for our congregation on the Word Spirit of the Lord uh, today, being the first Sunday. It's the Lord's Supper, taken from First Corinthians. For I've reached, reached, received of the Lord. That which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, this is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat at this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chaste of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, Carry one for another, everyone. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Thank you. 
changing and have changed around us, but whatever you're going through right now, you need to hold on to God's unchanging hands, amen. We're going to extend our official welcome this morning, and Deacon Anthony Brisbane is going to welcome us. Let's welcome Deacon Brisbane. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Certainly, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I would like to take this opportunity to not only welcome you that are here, but those that are watching on live stream. We pray that God has blessed you again and again and again. And we thank you if there's any visitor here this morning for coming to our little church here 
on Dublin Pike. Or Swamp Road. Got, got my, my speech mixed up like you. <laughs> anyway, I want to say welcome. And we have a saying here. First time you come, you're a visitor. Second time, you're a family. God bless you. Thank Deacon Brisbane for that welcome, and we want to welcome you uh, on this Labor Day weekend. And so we know generally uh, when many of us were growing up that that meant that you're heading back to school. Uh, now uh, we have uh, most of the children are probably back in school. I think Central Buck School District, maybe not, but I think uh, most of them are already back to school. And so we pray that each of you uh, will have a blessed weekend and a safe weekend. Uh, we're in September, so we know that we're heading right on into the fall. And so we ought to thank the Lord this morning for keeping us thus far, amen, to make it through to September. We want you to remember our 2023 church theme that we are together, church in Christ. Amen. Our scholarship ministry uh, is still looking for those who would like to attend uh, the Moses play that is going to take place at Sight and Sound on Thursday, October the 5th. Uh, please make sure that you see Sister Stacy Marshall or uh, any of the other uh, Sister Sherry Orr, amen, and to sign up. Uh, I'm sure there's a few more spots available and that uh, we would like to get that bus filled up. We're going to have a great time. Uh, Sister Hamlin and I are going. We're looking forward to it. And we uh, pray that you would be able to join us then with that. Uh, we also mentioned that on this coming Sunday that we had planned on taking up a special offering uh, for uh, Maui uh, relief. And so uh, when we come to our tithes and offerings, we're going to ask if you would just be so kind and to make sure that you put a little extra in uh, for that as well. Amen. Well, next Sunday is our Back to Church Sunday. You know, folk have been uh, enjoying themselves uh, over this uh, summer, amen, and uh, I know they've been away on vacation and all, uh, but now it's time to get back to church. So on next Sunday, uh, September the 10th at 10.30, we're asking you to make sure that you invite your family, your friends, uh, those who may be watching or listening on live stream to uh, make an effort to uh, come on in. Uh, to the house of the Lord, we certainly would be glad to see you. So please make sure that you put that on your calendar. Also, on the third Wednesday of uh, this month, September the 20th, we are going to have our feeding ministry outreach, the Chosen 300 Ministries. Uh, we will probably be sending down food on this uh, occasion uh, and will not be going down as a group. We are going to be planning as we get back into the next year. Prayerfully, there's no issues with COVID and all of that, that we can get back down uh, there and begin to do our service there as well uh, as uh, being able to serve people in person. So uh, we do need some individuals to help out in preparing that meal. So we would ask that you would reach out to either Sister Hamlin or Sister Yvonne Boyd uh, and to let them know if you are available to help uh, prepare some of the food uh, for those who are in need in Philadelphia. So we pray that you will um, help us out with that, and please let them know so that uh, we have enough help to be able to take care of what needs to be done. 
Also on the last Sunday of this month is our 116th church anniversary. And so we ought to praise God and thank God for 116 years. Amen. Not too many things that last that long. And so we're grateful and thankful that the Lord has blessed uh, for us to not only to just be around, but to be effective and to be meaningful. And so we thank God for that opportunity. We have a special uh, service that is planned for that day. And we pray that you will put that on your calendar, that you will join with us. Amen. We want to take this time and just to uh, think about our giving back to God. God has blessed us in such a special way as we give our tithes and our offerings. And uh, for those of you who are in person, we have an offertory box that is located at the back of the church. So before you leave today, we would uh, pray that you would please deposit your tithes and your offerings there. For those of you who are watching online, uh, we would ask that you would just click on the timely giving button there on our church website, uh, or you can mail it in. So we are just grateful and thankful for the opportunity to give. We do realize that everything that we have, it belongs to the Lord. Amen. So let us bow our heads in prayer as we also think about in our giving uh, to bless those who stand in need, those in Maui who are trying to rebuild from the tragedies there, uh, those, Lord God, who are going through difficult times uh, through our feeding ministry, we'd ask that you would bless them as well. So, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give and to give back, Lord God, that which you have so graciously given unto us. Realizing, Lord God, that without you, there would be nothing. And so, God, we ask that you would speak to hearts now, that we would be generous in our giving, that we would be mindful to be good stewards of all that which you have given us, God, realizing that you have blessed us so that we might be able to be a blessing to others. And so we want to give you the praise and say thank you, Lord, for all that you have done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do. But we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray that the church say, amen, amen. We're going to be blessed in song by Pastor Paul and Zanisha, prayer by the deacon, another song, and we're going to hear a word from the Lord. Thank you. 
without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior Spirit without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior Spirit trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And I will call to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, we should hold on to God's unchanging hand. 
For God, is, there is nobody like our God. There's nobody can do the things that our God do. Praise the Lord this morning. Let us pray this morning. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this morning, Lord, we come as a little child waiting for your instruction this morning, oh God. Lord, we ask you, Father God, that you would touch those that are sick this morning and those that are in hospitals and nursing homes. Father, we ask you to bless our pastor, bless his family, bless our church family, Lord God, bless our community. Lord, I thank you for just one more chance just to praise your name, to lift you up, to glorify you, for you're worthy of all our praises this morning, Father God. And we just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that we can come into the house of praise and lift your name up freely. We come, Lord God, because you gave us an opportunity. Lord, I ask you now to bless the service today. Have your way, O oh God. Let your spirit flow from breath to breath and heart to heart. Let it touch each and every one of us here, Lord, and those that are listening over the live stream. Father, we just thank you this morning. Thank you, God, for another communion Sunday. We realize that it's been 30 days. And here we go again, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, you girl, there is 
There is, there is, there is God. How many of you know that the Lord is in this place even this very moment? Amen. There is, there is, he is, he is God with every head bowed. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for allowing us to experience a brand new day. A day, God, that was not promised to us, but Lord, we are ever so grateful. We are thankful, Lord, that you've allowed us to experience this day. We ask, God, that you would be with us now and as we get ready to hear a word from thee. Lord, it is my prayer if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins. Lord, upon hearing your word, we pray, God, that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? In the precious name of Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior, let the church say, Amen. Amen. He is. He is. He is God. Amen. Certainly happy to see Reverend Kohler able to join us uh, today. Amen. We thank God for his healing power. Amen. Allow you to be with us on this day. And for those who are visiting, brother visiting from Lancaster. Amen. God bless you. We are certainly happy to have you. Uh, brother Dean, amen. God bless you. Good to see you uh, here with us. And so we just give God praise and glory and honor. One thank the Lord for Pastor Paul, Denise, and Brother Chris. Amen. What an awesome talent. You know, I just marvel as I listen to Pastor Paul play, Sister Denise sing, Brother Chris, and just a awesome gift that he has given them and, and that they're using it for the Lord. Amen. That's the wonderful thing about it. Amen. That, you know, a lot of folks have gifts, but uh, many don't use it for the Lord. And so we certainly appreciate your gift and uh, your desire to share with the Lord. We uh, want to give a shout out to Brother uh, Derek Tate. Amen. Who's upstairs handling all of our AV needs. Deacon Smith got him trained real good up there. Amen. And so we are happy to have him be a part of this as well. Amen. You know, this past week, we had another massive hurricane that took place in Florida, Georgia, over into the Carolinas. And during this past year, we have experienced all types of devastating weather, devastating floods and fires. And there's been earthquakes and tornadoes all across the United States. And we've sat speechless at times just watching the surreal scenes that unfolded before us. And I believe that God has America's attention once again. And we've been given another chance as a nation to turn to him. Amen. I don't know what it's going to take. You know, uh, Seemingly, I don't know how much more we can handle, amen. But God is trying to give us a message that we need to turn from our wicked ways and to turn to the Lord. You know, I was reading in the book of 2 Corinthians, in the fourth chapter, in verses 8 through 10, where the Apostle Paul shares with the Corinthian church, he shares a word to them about trouble. And that each of us, I believe, need to hear this word today about trouble. Amen. 
you'd be so kind just to stand with me, amen. As we want to take a look at these words of truth that are found in this text. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning at verse 8 and reading through verse 10, for the word of God says that we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. I want to go over to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5. I just want to lift one verse there, verse 45. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 45, that says this. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning, when the storms keep on raging in my life. As we look around us, I think we can all say, when the storms keep on raging in my life. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. When the storms, you know, this is an awesome song that that sings that. And it speaks about my soul being anchored. In the Lord, amen. You know, the storm of trouble is nothing new to God's people. Because the Bible is filled with stories of those in trouble. The Hebrew children had their fiery furnace. Daniel had his lion's den. Joseph was cast in the prison trouble. Paul was shipwrecked and beaten with stripes. Peter was sent to prison. John was exiled to the Isle of Patmos. James had his head cut off. David fled from Saul. Samson had his eyes put out. I was looking over in the Psalm 34 and 19, and it says this, that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Someone once said this, that just because you're in Christ, there's no security against storms. But he has perfect security in the midst of the storm. He doesn't promise an easy passage, but he does guarantee a safe landing. The Apostle Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. He said that there hath no temptation taken you, somebody say trouble, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but with the temptation, somebody say trouble, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Amen. Listen, God is no respecter of persons. We live in a world church that is full of sin and evil. 
And these tragedies that we see has hit those who believed in Christ as well as those who refused to accept him. And so our hearts go out this morning to those who are in deep trouble right now in Florida and Georgia and the Carolinas, as well as those over in Maui who are still attempting to put their lives back together. And the reality is that it could have been you or I. As long as you're living, there are going to be some storm of trouble and problems that's going to arise in our lives from time to time. You may be in the midst of trouble right now. I want to tell you this morning that I've discovered that even though you may have to go through some things in this life, God can and God will use the storm of problems in our lives to teach us some things about him and about ourselves. So what I want to do this morning, I want to talk about trouble. We all know about trouble. Everybody can stand up right now and give a dissertation on trouble. Amen. But I want to look at this because when I looked at it, I found that there are six ways that God uses the storm of problems in our lives. And I believe is that we get a handle on this and we understand how God sometimes uses these storms in our lives. It will help us the next time we find ourselves in trouble. First of all, God will use a storm of problems in our life to direct us. Sometimes God will light a fire under you to get you moving in the direction that you need to go. How many of you know that we're not always moving in the direction that God would have us move in? Problems will often lead us in new directions and motivate us to change, amen? And so I'm wondering this morning, is God trying to get your attention? You see, the world will try to deceive you and the world will try to tell you, of what you ought to think, amen? But uh, let me tell you something. After you've had a serious bout with trouble, we don't usually care as much about what people think when you find yourself in trouble, amen? Once you had a dose of trouble in your life, pride ain't no big thing anymore, amen? When you find yourself in trouble, the worldly things lose their value. The appetites of sin lose their taste when you're in trouble, Amen? Don't you know that God could have kept Daniel out of the lion's den? That God could have kept Silas and Paul out of jail? That God could have kept the Hebrew boys from the fiery furnace? But God felt that it was good for them to go through these experiences. Sometimes we don't understand why it is that God has us go through some things, but prayerfully today we will understand a little better. Amen. That sometimes God has some ways and methods that he puts us through in order to help us. Amen. Sometimes God will light a fire under you to get you moving in the right direction to direct you. Amen. So when the next time trouble comes, one of the things God may be trying to do is to direct you and to motivate you to do something. Amen. Secondly, God will use a storm of problems to inspect us. Amen? Sometimes God will inspect you. Amen? You know what? People are, are like, anybody like tea? Amen? Like, uh, you ever take a tea bag? People are just like tea bags sometimes. If you want to know what's really inside of them, just drop them in some hot water. Amen in here, somebody. 
Can I ask you this morning, has God ever tested your faith with a problem? Can I get a witness in here this morning? Can I ask you, can I get a little nosy and ask you then, what, what did the problems reveal about you? Amen. Don't nobody say it this morning. Amen. Listen. Over in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, listen to what it says. It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall in the divers temptations. Somebody say trouble. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Amen. What God is trying to tell us is that, listen, sometimes we're going to go through church. I'm going to go through, you're going to go through, but we got to hang on in there. And we got to count it all as joy, no matter what may come. Amen. There's a third way that God will use a storm of problems in our lives, and that is to correct us. Amen. The reality is some lessons of life we learn only through pain and failure. Amen. You all remember when you were a child, what did your parents, they told you, don't put your hand up on that hot stove. Amen in here, somebody. I, I can see right now that some of you have done it, including me. Amen. But you probably went ahead and you touched it anyway, and you learned the hard way. You got burned. Amen. I remember when I was uh, young, I uh, used to like to, uh, you know, there's a stage where kids like to put stuff, uh, touch uh, in the electrical outlet. And I had a little fork or something, and I, they told, my mother, told me, I don't know how many times, don't you put anything in that electrical outlet. And so as soon as she left, you know, listen, you know, the devil can get busy sometimes. And I put that fork in that socket, and I'm going to tell you, I think I developed the afro before the afros even came out. Amen. I got a good juice on there. Sometimes we only learn the value of something by losing it. Amen. Listen to what Psalm 119, verse 71 says. It says that it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn my statutes. Amen, somebody? God's not going to tolerate folks living and doing anything they want to do. Amen? He is going to use sometime a storm to correct us if need be. Amen? These are some of the things when we go through, think about it. The next time you're in trouble, look at some of these areas and see what it is that God is trying to say to you. Amen? There's a fourth way that God will use a storm of problems in our lives. And that is to connect us. Amen. When somebody dies in the family, the loved ones come together and they gather together far and near and they come for the funeral. Because people want to be together when others are in trouble. Amen. And when someone is seriously ill and their friends and their neighbors, they gather together to check on them and to make sure that everything is all right. Amen. You see, trouble not only draws people together, but it also draws them to the Lord. Amen. David said in Psalm 119, 67, he said, before I was afflicted, he said, I went astray. Amen. Like many of us have. And many of a person has called for a preacher in the time of trouble to help them to make things right with God. Amen. I've been called many times and uh, to hospitals or to someone's home and uh, where they're not going to be living long and they are designed to talk to a preacher and to 
pray, have somebody pray with them to help them to make things right with God and to encourage them that God is still there and that God can accept them even now. Amen. You see, trouble also draws people to church. It used to anyway. I, I can't say it does anymore nowadays, but it used to. When folks got into trouble, they would make it here to the house. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They would make it here to the house of the Lord, but I hate to say it. We living in a time right now that folk be in the midst, knee deep, neck deep in trouble, and still don't want to get to the house of the Lord to give God any praise. Amen. But sometimes when people get bad news from the doctor about their physical condition, they take a renewed interest in church. And so trouble unifies and trouble connects. Amen. That's why we took up a special offering for Maui and the feeding ministry this morning. Because there are those who are in need, amen. And we're trying to connect with them to let them know that we are praying with them, that we are there to help whatever way that we can, amen. There's a fifth way that God will use the storm of problems in our lives, and that is to protect us, amen. How many of you know that a problem can be a blessing in disguise? If it prevents you from being harmed by something more serious, amen. Sister Hamlin and I just went to, to Maui, amen, the, the same day that the fires broke out. And uh, we were, I, I was getting ready to say, we were complaining. Sister Hamlin wasn't complaining, I was complaining. I, I'm going to admit it. Car rental was all late and everything. And, and uh, you know, let me tell you all something. Sometimes, I don't care who you are, you still have a little trouble in your life, amen. And sometimes we have a little attitude, amen. So I had a little attitude. In Philadelphia, it's attitude that I had, amen. But I found that that trouble was a blessing in disguise. Because had we got that car when we were supposed to get it, we may have been right in the middle of those fires over there, amen. I read about a man who was fired for refusing to do something unethical that his boss wanted him to do. And he struggled in his unemployment and trying to make it, but it saved him from being convicted and sent to prison a year later when the government found out what that company was doing. Amen. You all remember what Joseph said to his brothers in Genesis 50, 20? You remember what he said? He said, but as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Amen. Church, God is the only true source of protection. Amen. I have a surge protector that I like to use, amen, to try to get trouble, uh, to stay away. But if anybody ever used a surge protector and found out that sometimes the juice still goes through that surge protector and still mess up your stuff, but God is the only one who's a true surge protector, amen, and can help you no matter what you're going through, amen. Church, there's a sixth way that God will use the storm of problems in your lives, and that is, church, to perfect us, amen. Because when you respond the right way to problems, you know what it does? It builds your character. Because God is way more interested in your character than your comfort. Amen? And your relationship to God and your character are the only two things that you're going to be able to take with you into eternity. Let me tell you that again. 
relationship with God and your character are the only two things you're going to take with you into eternity. David said this in Psalm 71, 19 to 21. Listen to what David said. Amen. Psalm 71, 19. That your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens. You who have done great things, who is like you, God? Though you have made me see trouble, many and bitter, you will restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. Amen. David's is saying, church, that sometimes trouble is a blessing in disguise. Amen. I like the way Paul said it. You all remember Romans 8, 28. Paul said that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I want to know this morning, is there anybody here that wants to know how to get a graduate degree in spirituality? Amen. Because the graduate degree of spirituality comes from attending the University of Hard Knocks. Amen, somebody. And I know we got some graduates from there this morning, amen, from the University of Hard Knocks. Matter of fact, I graduated from the University of Hard Knocks with magna cum laude. Amen, somebody. Listen to me. My brothers and my sisters, a storm may be approaching in your life. Amen. That's what the text says in Matthew 5, 45. He said, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. Amen. Hear me this morning, church. We can't escape everything that's in this present world. We live in a sinful world and we could be anywhere. Amen. And things happen. There may be suffering that comes in our lives. There may be loss. But your Father, which is in heaven, is going to see you through it. Amen? So what I want to tell you this morning is don't wait until the storm falls on you. Amen? They tell me that as we're going through all these storms and seeing all this, there was a show on and they were uh, talking about uh, how the animals deal with the storm. How they try to gauge and see uh, where the birds go. Or, or where the sharks go, or how is it that they can determine that there's a storm coming? And they tell me that an eagle knows when a storm is approaching long before it breaks. And that the eagle will fly to some high spot, and it will wait for the winds to come. And when the storm hit, it sets its wings so that the wind will pick it up and lift it up above the storm. And while the storm is raging below, the eagle is soaring high above it. And the eagle doesn't escape the storm, but the eagle simply uses the storm to lift it up higher. Y'all don't hear what I'm trying to tell you. It, it rises on the winds that bring the storm. Church, I stop by to tell you that when the storms of life come upon us, we can rise above them by setting our minds toward God. Amen. The storms don't have to overcome us. We can allow God's power to lift us up above them. Amen. It's not the burdens of life that weigh us down. It's how we handle them. Amen. You all remember what Isaiah said in Isaiah 40, 31. This is one of our favorite texts. Amen, somebody. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. 
They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is at work in your life this morning, church. Even when you don't recognize it, even when you don't understand it, he's in the midst of the storm with you right now. Amen. And he's calling you to rise above it. He's calling you to keep your eyes on him during the storm so it doesn't get you down. Amen. James 1.12 says this. It says, blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Somebody say trouble. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. The Bible says that when Adam and Eve were in trouble, God stepped in and he met the need. When Noah had problems, his problems were solved by a God who cared. When Joseph was released from prison, the children of Israel were delivered as they crossed the Red Sea. Elijah got God's help in getting some rain. And Paul and Silas were set free from the Philippian jail. Church, I'm trying to tell you this morning that God's saving hand is in motion even right now down in Florida, down in Georgia, in the Carolinas, and even over in Hawaii. And he wants to touch and to heal broken lives. He wants to touch both believers and those who need to believe. Amen. I discovered a long time ago that trouble is the factory that God is using to manufacture the right type of product in our lives. Hallelujah. And there's only one place of refuge. That in the hands of Jesus Christ. By accepting him as the Lord of your life. Because Jesus is the only source of refuge from the coming storm. And we need to thank God that we have a kind of God who loves us the way he do. Listen to me, church. I've had many ask this question. Well, Pastor, how do you handle trouble and terrible disasters like this? You know what? I wish I could tell them all. That getting through a disaster begins long before whatever hits. Amen. Because the best way to handle unforeseen crisis is to be strong before whenever comes. Amen. You ever looked at a sponge? And a sponge, when you squeeze it, it only gives off whatever it had absorbed just before it was squeezed. So we need to think about this. Because if Christ lives in you now, it will be his presence that's released when trouble comes. And when life begins to squeeze and circumstances squeeze you. The truth is, church, that there are many who are going to fall, amen, and they're going to be carried away by the flood. But God is going to have a people in these last days, a people with fixed hearts, a people with regulated minds, a people not tossed about by every wind and wave of doctrine. He's going to have a people that are not troubled in the storm, but always leaning on him, always pouring out their hearts to him. And so when I think about the goodness of God, when I think about all that the Lord has done in my life, when I look back over and I realize that if it had not been for the Lord who's been on my side, where would I be? we got to give God praise. Uh, is anybody glad that we have a Savior in Jesus Christ? A Savior who will be with us in the midst of our storm. A Savior who will direct us. A Savior who will inspect us. 
a Savior who will correct us, a Savior who will connect us, a Savior who will protect us, a Savior who will perfect us. You will live as above the Lord. And God said that if you do anything for me, I'm going to be right there for you because he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. He loves us unconditionally, and we need to say thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Somebody give the Lord some praise and say thank you. Stand with me this morning, church. When the storms of life keep raging in my life. If you never had a storm rage in your life, I hate to say it, but if you keep on living, it's coming. Many of us today have been through some things in life. We've had some struggles. We've had some ups and downs. We've had some bitter moments. We've had some tough times. We've been discouraged. We felt defeated. We felt let down. We felt abandoned. But when we stopped for a moment, and we thought about all that the Lord has done for us. I don't know about you, but when those times have come in my life, I found myself just rejoicing in the goodness of the Lord that sometimes we have to go through. Sometimes we're going to experience some things we don't want to experience. But I thank God that we have the kind of God who loves us so much that he's willing to direct us. He's willing to inspect us. He's willing to correct us. He's willing to connect us. He's willing to protect us, and he's willing to perfect us. And that perfection can only come through Jesus Christ. And if you have never received or accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, this is your day. This is your opportunity. This is your time to give God the praise, the glory, and the honor to surrender your heart to him, to admit that I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. And Lord, I can't make it without you. If that's you today and you fit that description, and the Lord is talking just to you, we want you to come this morning. Give your heart to the Lord, amen. God is able to perfect things in your life and to make your life brand new. The question is, are you willing to accept him? Are you willing to receive him and to call him your own? Amen. Those who are watching by live stream, if the Lord is speaking to you, just reach out to us and let us know that you're ready to make that choice to surrender your heart and to your life over to the Lord. And if you do so, that will be the best decision that you ever made in your life. There may be some here who live in this community and you don't have a church home and you're looking for a place to use your gifts, your talents, your treasures, and be a part of fellowship to connect with the body of Christ. We would love to have you. We invite and encourage you to come just as you are. Amen. Is there one here today? Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise as we take our seat. As we take our seat, as we get ready to prepare for a period of holy communion. As we prepare ourselves in this time of Holy Communion, 
asking and inviting the Lord to be a part of our lives, that we partake of this communion. We're thanking God for all of his blessings. Thanking him for being God all by himself. Amen. When the storms of life are raging, prepare ourselves for this period of Holy Communion as we partake of the Lord's Supper. We would ask that we would search our hearts if there is anything there that is keeping us or holding us back from partaking in this communion the way that we should. We would ask that you would just ask the Lord to give you a clean heart touch your mind, to touch your soul, and to think about, Lord, what is it that you would desire for me to do? Thanking God for his grace, thanking God for his mercy, thanking God for his compassion, for his understanding, thanking God for being God all by himself. Upon the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and they said unto them, Master, where shall thou we prepare to eat the Passover? Jesus said unto them, They're going to the city to such a man, and to say unto him, The Master saith, My time is at hand. I will eat the Passover at thy house along with thy disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover.
when the evening had come, Jesus sat down with the twelve, and he said unto them, As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death till we come. So let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. We're going to have a prayer of thanksgiving for the bread and the wine by Reverend Jackson. Heavenly Father, we've heard the word today, and it said specifically that we need to ride out the storms with you. You know about the storms, Lord. You faced the storm at Calvary. And on the night before you were to be executed, dear Lord, you, you made it a point for us to always remember that it was your body and your blood that were given for our benefit so that we too may have a right to the tree of Though undeserved, we ask, dear Lord, that you would bless this table so that someone would feel your presence today in the midst of the storm and understand that thou art the loving and true God, and above you there is none other. We thank you in advance for what this communion table is about to do in the life of your children. In Jesus' name. everyone been served? Is there anyone who does not have a communion element? On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And he gave it unto them, saying, Take heed, this is my body that was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let us eat together. Likewise, he took the cup and blessed it and gave it unto them, saying, Take drink. This is my blood that was shed for many for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. Let us drink together. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out and up into the Mount of Olives. If you would be so kind to stand with us. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, God, that in the midst of the storms and the troubles of life, that, God, you are still there with us to help us to rise up above the storm, or, Lord, that you are walking with us even at this time. We ask a special blessing upon those, Lord God, who thought it not robbery to get up this morning and to make it into the house of God. Praying, Lord God, for those who are unable to join us today, Lord, those who are home, those who are sick, those who are shut in, Lord God. We pray, God, for the absent part of our body, those who are away this weekend on vacation, Lord God, in celebration uh, of this holiday. We ask, God, that you would just protect them wherever they are, God. Let them know, Father God, that you are with them each and every step of the way as well. And so, God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you the honor. We say thank you, God, for being our God, our Lord, and our Savior. For we ask these things in the precious name. Of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. What a mighty God we serve. 